Welcome back to to tonight's edition of Nightly Halacha. Nightly Halacha, as always, is brought to you in conjunction with the Weiss Entertainment Network. We are in Studio B tonight. Um, we were discussing the um, we were discussing Sugeta Zimra. We, we discussed the importance of saying Mizmo the Soida and saying Yehi Chavo last night. Uh, so let's let's take a look at Ashri. So let's for a little bit, just a little insight into the first passage. Says Ashrei Yosrei Beisecha, happy are the dwellers of your house. Od Yahalulu Chasela. So it says, and then, then they will continue to praise you. So what? So what exactly? So what exactly does that mean? So the Gemara says in Brachos, Chasidim Arishonim Hayushoim Shaachas Umispalim Kedeshe Yikabdu Libam Laviyim Shbashamayim. The Gemara in Brachas in the fifth parak of uh, uh, the fifth parak mentions the idea that the Chasidim Harishonim Chasidim here do not mean people who wear stramels and bekishes. Chasidim here mean the original way back at the time of the Gemara, extremely uh, pious people. Um, obviously, the founding of the Hasidic movement was uh, was a, a millennium after the Gemara was, was written down, but more, even more. Uh, anyway, what, what what happened was that they used to come to shul and they used to not dive in right away. They would prepare themselves. They would they would they, they would they would they would they would participate in a mental exercise where they would spend time thinking and contemplating what does it mean to daven. And after that, they have daven. I'm going to make an editorial comment uh, that's been distorted along the ages. People think that it's okay to wake up, uh, spend time learning learning Hasidus or getting yourself together and then daven at 11 o'clock chakras. So that's not okay. Uh, you, can't, you can't daven after this month. But... But the idea is that they used, but the idea of preparing oneself, even today, the halacha is that really what you're supposed to do when you come into shul is kind of settle yourself, at least for a minute, and stop and say, you know, what, what are we, what, you know, what, what am I about to do here? And, and concentrate. And then you begin to say, you know, then begin, then begin davening. And that's based on the Pasuk, Ashrei Yoshrei Vesecha. Praiseworthy is the person who sits in your house, sits. Sits, contemplates. Oh, After he sits and after he concentrates, that's when he he could say um, the pray the praises of Hashem. So it's the idea that, that the concept of Ashrei is a is a tefillah that that um, gets us to to focus. Uh, as Rishwa Rishwa as explained by Rashi. These Hasidim understood this passage to mean that before beginning the tefillah, one is to sit and mediate in your house, and only afterwards, oh, can one reach the proper state of mind for tefillah. This means that a prerequisite for proper tefillah is a period of meditation on one's relationship with the Kaddish Baruch So I want to point out that it doesn't have to be taken to an extreme. I, I think one, one just kind of comes in and gets himself together. Um, that's why I was, uh, I'm not saying I'm, I'm so much better about this, but that's why it's really the ideal thing would be to come five to ten minutes before davening, to come in to to sit down and to settle yourself, and then after you settle yourself, um, then 
you know, then then you could be re- properly ready for Dalit. I mean, I, I remember growing up, uh, every once in a while, you would get like Avelim, who were always five minutes late. And they would always walk in at uh, Rabbi Shmuel. And, and, then, and then they would say Kaddish and they'd be out of breath and they would be. So, you know, I, you know, I, I understand saying Kaddish is important, but come five minutes earlier, get yourself ready. And then, and then when the time comes to say Kaddish, you could say it properly. And I, I think that's the message of Ashrei, that, that prepare yourself and then daven. And, and certainly we know, I've made a personal habit on Shabbos of coming to shul a half hour earlier, sometimes 45 minutes earlier. Uh, and, and under best circumstances, I try to learn something before davening. Uh, but even if not, just to be in shul, just to be ready so that when davening comes, I can be in a proper uh, state of preparation. And that's what the word Ashrei Yoshe Vesecha means. After you sit a little bit in shul, then you're ready to, to daven to... Um, Kodesh Baruch Hu. Uh, Rabbi Schwab points out there are two ways which a person can relate to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. One is through Ava, through love, which a person feels very close to him. And the other is through Yira, through awe, which one is awestruck by the omnipotence. And the, uh, this may, may explain the ancient Jewish practice of, of shuckling, swaying forward and backward during davening. The forward motion expresses one desire to come close to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. But then upon reflection, one realizes that he that he is the is the Rabona Sha'olam, the master of the universe, which causes one to reel back in awe. These thoughts that are typical that are typically evoked during meditation. So again, the idea of that we serve a Kaddish Baruch through love and through fear, and that's indicated in our bodily motion. Um, in general, the idea of, of shaking during davening is based on a Pasik that we recite every Shabbos morning. Uh, in Nishmas, Kol Atz Moisai Tomarna Hashem Michamocha. All, all, my bones uh, uh, sing out your praise. Again, my bones meaning. So you, you demonstrate that by shaking your body. So there is, there is great makor and halacha for the concept of, of, um, of shaking. So anyway, so, so that's a little introduction to what Ashrei is. Now, then, the, then there's a Gemara in Brachas on Daf Gimel on the base. Gimel or Dalit. I mean, it could be, I think it's Dalit. Yeah, Kola Omer Tehillah the David, Gimel Pa'amen Bechol Yom. Anybody who says Ashrei three times a day, and we do say Ashrei three times a day, twice by Shachres and once by Mincha, Muftak Lo Shehu Ben Olam So there's a Machlokis in Gersos. The, the, the Gersa that we have in the Gemara is you have to say it three times a day. The Gersa of the Rush is we say at least once, once a day. That a person is supposed to have, you know, to to take the words of Ashrei and, and eternalize it as part of his regular day at least three times a day, uh, and it could be three times a day represent the different parts of the day. That each part of the day that we have to focus on our relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. and there's so many things that we do during the day that we have to remind ourselves that we're that that we're doing what what we do, uh, um, you know, a. a HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu that, that to tell Klal Yisrael that I'm always going to be with them when they're suffering now, when they're suffering in the future. You know, Moshe responded, don't tell them about the future. But for us to read the Chumash, it's the idea that we always have to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu wherever we are. There's always that light at the end of the tunnel. 
And that's a symbolic of Ashe, because when a person says Ashe, because one of the Pesukim in Ashe is Poseach es Yadecha Umasbir where we acknowledge that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the one who provides uh, for all for all of us. And in many uh, in many um, in many Sidorim, it mentions the idea that when you say Poseach es Yadecha that a Kaddish Baruch Hu opens up his hand umaspia, and, he, and he satiates all, all living beings that we're supposed to touch our tefillin. Because, because when, when we recognize that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the Bore Olam, when we recognize that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the all provider, uh, so we touch our tefillin because the tefillin is our os, is our sign of, of our relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. There are three things that are an os, Shabbos, Brismila, and tefillin. And we always have to have at least at least two of those with us. So that's why that's why on um, on Shabbos when, when we when we have the oath of Shabbos, we don't need the tefillin. We don't wear tefillin on Shabbos. But 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 again we touch we touch our tefillin to remind us that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is is the all provider and, and we are connecting with him and we recognize that idea and we want to acknowledge that when we say uh, Ashra. Um the, the there is a a, a concept that's brought down that uh, that you know that there were uh, There is a concept that if a person says that pasuk that a kodesh baruch is the provider without kavana, even if you finish asra, you're supposed to go back to that pasuk. Niskor um, he brings down a very interesting idea. He says that if, that if you don't say if you don't say it properly and you're 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 further on in davening, you're you're saying uh, You're actually allowed to say the pasuk right where you are. And then say and then say That's how important it is to say it without without kavan. I think the minigas people don't do that, but but I think the goal would be. To to say to say poser es yadecha with proper kavona so that a person could could uh, uh, so that, and that's the connection to the tefillin so a person recognizes that a kodesh baruch Hu provides it's a very 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 important idea uh, just one more insight into that and then then open but so what does it mean poser open so Rabbi Shua points out open by definition indicates that sometimes the hand is closed. In our present world, there are times and places where there is no food. Some people are hungry. They do not always have achlam ito, um, their food in their time. These cases, the hand of a Kaddish Baruch Hu is, so to speak, closed. So we ask him to open his hand, which brings to mind the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that says, Kol shal adam Rosh Hashanah yom that the amount of a person's livelihood for the entire year is determined between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. However, the Gemara there lists the following exceptions. Except for the expenditures of Shabbos and Yontav and the expenditure on educating his children in Torah. Whatever one spends with these items will be added by a Kaddish Baruch Hu to the budget. So for instance, trying to save money on yeshiva tuitions will not add anything to the bottom line because whatever expense one occurs to for his children's Torah education will be reimbursed by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. You have to have a lot of emuna to, to, to follow that. <laughs> to understand the importance of this pasuk, let us again refer to the Gemara that says, if you say Ashrei with Kavana, 
your zocha to to olam haba. The Gemara there inquires as to what does it mean, Ashrei, that if he recites it daily, assures the person Olam If it's important lies in the fact that it follows the olive base, then it would be better to say Tehillim, which is the test. The Gemara continues, it's the Pasuk of Poseach Es Yadecha, which contains similar words to Halal, no saying Lechem Lechol Basar, that he gives bread. Again, that 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 idea that we emphasize that Kodesh Baruch Hu is the provider is a very important aspect of saying Ashrei. So, so again, as as, as I like to give a little little quibs to think about when we daven tomorrow, when you say Ashrei, think about how Kodesh Baruch Hu is the provider. And, and when you touch its villain, when you say Poseh think for a moment that that's our focus and that the idea that Ashrei brings us to Olam Haba proper was. So it's not just saying the words; it's the idea of believing. In the, in the force of of believing that a Kodesh Baruch provides us. And sometimes there are people he doesn't provide for the way they should. And we, and we have to continue to hope that we are not one of those people. And that it continues. Um, there's a tefillah that we say at the end of Tehillim where we, we daven that a Kodesh Baruch should provide parnosa for, for all the Jewish people and that we shouldn't need, need to, to seek any outside sources to, to find our parnosa. Mr. Shem, we should be zocha through Amiras Ashrei three times a day to Olam Haba and to we should be Zoka while we'll be Olam Haza to all the Parnassah that we need. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight and we'll continue with Mr. Shem tomorrow night.